0: Good morning, beloved people of God. God bless you. The Lord is faithful and the Lord is kind. We thank God for what the Lord has been doing in our midst, the testimonies of the great and the mighty things the Lord has been doing. We give him all the glory in Jesus' name. For a season, we've been talking about uh, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man, i feel it much. And this morning, we'll be going a step further, speaking on what I try to spiritual warfare spiritual warfare let's open our bible to ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. ephesians chapter 6 of verse 12 says for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but we are struggling, we are wrestling, we are fighting, we are in battle against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. The moment we give our life to Jesus and we became translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his son, we became an enemy to the kingdom of darkness. That is where we came from. Every man, born of a woman, was born a sinner. But we'll thank God for sending His Son, Jesus Christ, to come and die for our sins on the cross for our redemption. And when we heard the gospel and accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, confessed our sins, and asked Christ to come into our lives, we became translated. We were changed. We were removed. We are taken away from under the dominion of Satan into the kingdom of God we are now under the government of God so we are now children of God and as children of God and as members of the kingdom of God we are no longer part of the kingdom of darkness the kingdom of Satan so from that moment we became enemies to Satan and Satan became our enemy so a war is raging and the world is consistent and is constant. The war, the spiritual warfare between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. We are involved in that war because Satan wants to see if he can bring us back under his dominion. If he can bring us back to his kingdom. Remember when the children of Israel left Egypt, after God has shown his mighty power and the firstborn in Egypt died, you know, from the king to the, Annie to the to the animals, everybody's firstborn died. The people hurriedly threw them out of Egypt. Said, Please carry everything you want to go and go and worship your God. But after they left, Pharaoh and his uh, counselors thought within them, said, that, ah, what are we doing? We have allowed these people to go. Let's go and bring them back. So they started to pursue them. But at the end of the day, they all perished in the Red Sea. God Delivered his people, God give them victory. The same way the devil does not want us to be free. He want to see how he can bring us back under his dominion. He can bring us back into slavery. He can bring us back into Egypt, where we have left. But thank God, we have an assurance from the Word of God for victory. Thanks be to God who always gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have the authority. We have the power and we have the provision in the Word of God for our daily victory over the enemy. But we must be conscious of spiritual warfare. We must know that something like that is going on so that we can brace ourselves up to it and make sure we fight. If we will use the authority that we have in the name of Jesus, we will have victory. But if we are lazy, and we refuse to use the authority that we have, we refuse to pray, we refuse to fight spiritual warfare. Situations, unpalatable situations, will persist until we do something for that situation to change. So it is a call to spiritual warfare. We are involved in a spiritual warfare. And we thank God this kind of warfare that we are involved in is a warfare that has been decided. It has been decided in our favor already, even before we start, because Christ has given us a victory over the devil. He has put the devil under our feet. But we need to pray. We need to pray fervently. We need to take hold of the authority that we have and exact it. We need to declare the word of God and we need to take authority over the powers of darkness, all those principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. We need to put them where they belong. And where they belong is under our feet. We need to destroy their works. The Bible says in 1 John three eight, it said the Son of God was made manifest that He may destroy the works of the devil. That is why Christ came to destroy the work of the devil, and He has handed it over unto us. So we are the ones to keep destroying the works of the devil. A warfare is raging over every believer in the spirit, and this is not. A warfare between flesh and blood, but a warfare between us and the powers of darkness. The devil will use men, you know, God uses men to fulfill his purpose on heart. Satan also uses men who are willing, who are available to him to use in fulfilling his own purpose on heart. So, but we have the authority over them. The Bible says, Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. But when the devil is using a man, you know, to torment us, when he's using a man to, to fight us, to, to attack us, it is not actually the man. It is not the flesh and the blood. It's a devil that is behind that flesh and blood. So what the person really needs to deal with is the devil that is possessing that man to attack us, to become our enemy in one way or the other. Spiritual warfare is very real and we must fight. We must fight. And as we fight in the name of Jesus, begin to receive victory, begin to see changes in our lives, begin to see victory in those areas that we are fighting, that we are go- taking to the Lord in prayers. Second Corinthians chapter ten and from verse three says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. We do not war after the flesh. Many believers they make the mistake of warring after the flesh. They see a woman, they say it's a witch, the woman is bewitching them, and they begin to fight the woman, they begin to insult the woman, they see the woman, they don't greet her, and they begin to accuse the woman, you are the witch, you are the one behind my matter, you are the one that is not making me to progress in life. That is a wrong way to fight spiritual warfare. What you are supposed to do is that that human being, you know, that flesh and blood that the devil is possessing and using. Even if God has shown to you in a dream that it is this person that is enchanting your life, you know you don't need to, to take up enmity with that individual. What you do to that individual is to love him or love her with the love of Jesus, preach the gospel to that person, you know, show the love of God. But in the spirit, you know that the devil that is inside of her is the one that is using her to do all those evil things that she's doing. It is that devil that we should fight. He says, we Though we walk in the flesh we do not war after the flesh warring after the flesh is a wrong way to fight spiritual warfare by the time you start warring after the flesh and begin to take offense begin to insult and it becomes a physical fight a physical battle you know they begin to report you to somewhere to somebody and then begin to come and settle quarrels. that is not supposed to be part of a spirit, uh, our way of fighting spiritual warfare Greet the person show the love of god to the person but when we enter into your closet in the place of prayers you know we are to fire your prayer to, and you can bind you can loose you can destroy you can take authority over whatever no power that is being used in against you many believers also know they look at flesh they fight their spiritual warfare in the flesh we go to pray the fall and die prayer every witch that is doing this to me fall down and die fall down and die god has no there's no way in the bible that god has asked us to be praying for our enemies who are flesh and blood to die you know the bible says it is not the will of god <laughs> for anyone to perish but to come to the knowledge of the son the will of god is that all men shall perish even that person that you say is a witch. the will of god for that witch is to repent is is to be saved Is not to perish So, it is not for us to begin to pray, fall and die, fall and die, fall and die. Because we know that the enemy, the real enemy, which is not flesh and blood, which is spiritual, which is principalities and powers, they don't fall and die. They don't die. Spirits don't die. It is human beings that die. Spirits are immortal. They don't die. So, we should not pray amiss. We should not pray wrongly. We should pray effectively. We should pray fervently. We should pray according to the word of God. We should not use human feelings or emotions in the place of prayers. We should rather use the word of God, because God only responds to His word. Say so He has exalted His word above His name. We do not wrestle after flesh. We do not war after the flesh. We war after after powers. In verse four, says that's Second uh, Corinthians chapter ten say so for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal they are not of the flesh they are not physical that's what carnal means they are not carnal but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds we do not war after the flesh because our weapon for spiritual warfare, they are not canal weapons, they are not physical weapons, they are not fleshly weapons, they are mighty weapons, they are mighty through God to pulling down strongholds. We have mighty weapons in the name of Jesus through God to pull down strongholds. No matter how strong the hold is, it can be pulled down with our spiritual weapon. They can be pulled down in the name of Jesus. Verse five is a casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, we can cast down imaginations. Somebody is imagining evil against you in his heart. You can cast down that imagination, and it will not materialize. That is the kind of weapon that we have. That is the kind of authority that we have. I'm bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ every thought every negative thought every evil thought even before they even try to carry it out when it is still at a at a thought level we have the weapon to cast it down we have the weapon to destroy it we have the weapon to bring it into captivity to subject it and to command it to fall in line with the word of god any any thought that is not in line with the word and the purpose, with the word of god and the purpose of God for our lives, we can destroy them. We can bring them into captivity. We can pull down strongholds. No matter how strong the hold is, and no matter for how long it has been there, generational causes, generational uh, strongholds, generational holds, we can break them. We can cast them down in the name of Jesus. We have great power in the name of Jesus. We have great authority in the name of Jesus to deal with the devil. To engage him in spiritual warfare and gain our victory over him and the works of his hands so we must be responsible to use the authority that God has given unto us we should not be believers that have great authorities that have great power great weapons and instead of using the authority that God has given unto us or the weapons of our warfare that God has given unto us we are busy complaining we are busy running from pillar to post we are busy grumbling here and there. That is not what God wants us to do. He wants us to know that there is a fight that is going on and we must fight. So in our prayer times, spiritual warfare must be included. This, the, 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 the fight against principalities, against powers, against spiritual wickedness in high places must be included. Many believers, they only pray against human beings they only pray against flesh and blood in prayer when they are praying when they believe they are fighting spiritual warfare and I want to tell such believers that you are praying amiss. you are fighting the wrong way our spiritual warfare must engage against principalities against powers against spiritual wickedness in high places against demon against Satan himself we must take authority we must destroy as we keep destroying the plan of the enemies No, they keep making other plans and as they make other plans we destroy them we don't allow any of their plans to materialize we must be conscious so it must be a part of our part and parcel of our prayer life and we must also make sure that we do it fervently also because no matter the kind of prayer that we are praying in a prayer of supplication we are asking for God to do something or we are asking for to give us something or we're asking God for healing whatever it is that we are asking God for, we must do it fervently. So when it comes to the place of spiritual warfare also, we must do spiritual warfare fervently, consistently, ceaselessly. And when we do it, that is when, ceaselessly, that is when it has power. That is when it brings tremendous power. That is when the strongholds begin to fall. No, strongholds are like... um, Concretes pillars that has been there for a long time, very strong. Many times when we want to break pillars, you don't break it with just one hammer. When you take your sledgehammer, you hit it the first time, you hear the sound. Boom. It's it's as if nothing has happened. You hit it again with a with a the hammer. Then after a while, you begin to see cracks. As it starts to crack, it is falling. Then before you know it. It starts to scatter, and in no time, the pillar is destroyed. That is how we break. We bring down strongholds. In prayers also, we need to pray fervently, we need to pray consistently. We need to keep praying until we see something, until we see a change in that area of our lives that we are fighting spiritual battle over. Some it may be in the area of their health, you know we can have health challenges. But when the health challenge is becoming abnormal and is persistent, it's not going away, then it may be a spiritual warfare, it may be an attack from the devil. It may be the devil that is afflicting our head, and that is when we need to take it up and fight that battle and put the devil where he belongs, put him under our feet because that is his right place. His right place is under our feet. We must fight and fight and as we keep fighting, we begin to see victory in the horizon. Begin to see victory coming up for us. Begin to see the situation changing. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. And verse six of that same passage we are reading in Second Corinthians chapter ten says, and having in readiness to revenge all disobedience, when your obedience is fulfilled, everywhere the devil has disobeyed the word of God. See the devil is always trying to do the opposite of what the word of God has promised us. God says we are blessed. It's what the devil wants to curse us. John chapter 10, verse 10 says that the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but that I am come that ye may have life and have it more abundantly. It was the words of Jesus. So the thief, which is the devil, has only these three assignments to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So, but I am come. Jesus said, I am come that you may have life and have it abundantly so God has come has sent his son so that we may have life but Satan wants to steal and to kill and to destroy want to steal our joy wants to kill our peace our joy wants to destroy our lives but Jesus Christ has come the only and singular ministry of giving life abundantly cancels all the three ministries of the devil to steal to kill and to destroy when we have life abundantly Satan cannot steal what God has given unto us he cannot kill he cannot destroy hallelujah so we must be in a readiness to avenge every disobedience everywhere the devil is trying to negate the Word of God in our lives we must exact the Word of God we must decree it we must command it and the devil we have no choice but to obey and to conform the word of god because the word of god is eternal the word is settled in heaven hallelujah when our own obedience is fulfilled and this is an instruction for us before we can fight spiritual warfare successfully and have it easily our own obedience must be complete because spiritual warfare is making your life to conform to the Word of God, in spite of what the devil is planning to do, or in spite of what the devil is doing. The devil is planning to afflict you with illness, with sickness, where God has promised you supernatural health. Okay, So we want to bring that disobedience. We want to subject it. We want to destroy it. We want to bring it to obedience. But the Word of God says here that we must be ready to revenge your disobedience when our own obedience is fulfilled that means if our obedience to God is not fulfilled it's difficult for us to 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 revenge the devil's disobedience to the Word of God so we must check our lives first if you want to pray effectively and we want God to answer our prayers our life must be right it says the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man, a man that has a right standing with God. I relate much. Our righteousness is of Christ, and we must live right. We must not be telling lies. Must not be doing all those kind of things. We must not be putting our eyes into sin. We must be above board. The devil must come to us and find nothing that belongs to him in us. Then we can say, Satan, in the name of Jesus, it is written, and this is what is written. And therefore, I command every of your plan your powers to be destroyed. And because you have obeyed God, your whole obedience is complete. Your own obedience is fulfilled. When you decree like that and you speak the word of God, Satan will also obey. <laughs> the, 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 the thing that is trying to plan and do against your life will be terminated because your whole obedience is fulfilled your own obedience is complete and this is where believers have a lot of work to do a lot of believers are not living a life that is pleasing to God and they want the devil's plan to be destroyed in their lives they are not living a life that is pleasing to God and they want to revenge they want to avenge the disobedience of Satan to the word of God in their lives it does not work like that you must first go and work on your own obedience to God he says and having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled that means until your obedience is fulfilled do not be ready to revenge all disobedience wait until your own obedience is fulfilled work on yourself first before you can command satan to be under your feet before you can revenge all disobedience Walk on your own obedience first. If there is any aspect of your life where you are disobeying God, go to the Lord and ask for forgiveness. And make up your mind not to disobey God again. And continue to walk in obedience. Everywhere that you know your life is running foul to the word of God. Ask God for grace. Make make reconciliation with God. Ask God for forgiveness of your sins. And make up your mind to continue to walk in the grace of God. When your obedience is fulfilled, then say now Satan in the name of Jesus, every of your plan, every of your every every of your plans against my life, and every way you have disobeyed the word of God against my life because it is written. Therefore I take authority over you. As you are praying it, it is happening. As you are saying it, it is coming to pass. Why? Because your own obedience is fulfilled. But when your obedience is not fulfilled, and you are saying it, you are not praying rightly because satan himself is an accuser of brethren satan will also as you are praying be telling god hey your word says having in readiness to revenge every disobedience when your obedience is complete but this guy's obedience is not complete he's still living in sin he's still living in disobedience against you therefore he has no right he has no right to 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 destroy my work in his life. He has broken the hedge. The Bible says, "He who breaks the hedge, the serpent will bite." So when someone has broken the hedge, the serpent will bite him. So, but if you know you have broken the hedge in your relationship with God, what you need to do first and foremost is to amend that edge that is broken. Edge is like a fence. When you fence a house round, you know you fence a house round so that you know, snakes, the things that are not welcome, will not just have free access. Into your home. But when the fence is broken somewhere, when the hedge is broken somewhere, any animal that can enter, you no know, snakes can enter through very small holes, through made very small openings. The devil does not need a very big opening in the life of a believer to bite that believer. It just needs a very small opening to be able to enter. So when the believer has allowed a small opening a, 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 a small bridge in his relationship with God to take place then the devil can sneak in through that small little bridge but if you don't want the devil to sneak in what you need to do is to first mend that bridge that bridge mend it make sure it is not broken again and then begin to pray and you will see that it's very very easy Satan does not have all the powers Satan's powers they are defeated powers very very limited it is God that has unlimited powers so we are bigger than him because we are in Christ because we have been elevated above principalities and power we are made to sit together with Christ in heavenly places far above principalities and powers so we is under our feet but we must first of all obey the Word of God we must obey the Word of God and if you do not obey the Word of God there is no way the devil himself We obey the word of God in our lives. James chapter 4, in support of this, let's also look at another passage in James chapter 4 and verse 7. James chapter 4 verse 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit yourself, therefore to God, resist the devil. And he will flee from you. So, unless we have submitted ourselves unto God first, we cannot resist the devil for him to flee. So, we must submit ourselves. But once we have submitted ourselves to God, God is the one that is leading us. We have submitted ourselves to the will of God. We have submitted ourselves to the word of God. We obey the word of God. We do the bidding and instructions of God. Then we can now stand against the devil and resist him. And when we resist him in spiritual warfare, he will flee. That's what the Bible says. He will flee. He will leave us alone. He will flee. He will carry his load on his head and run away because we have submitted ourselves unto God and we have resisted him. So there are two things. Number one, submit yourself unto the Lord. Say, let your obedience be complete having readiness to avenge every disability where your obedience is fulfilled. So submit yourselves to God and have will submit yourself to God. Therefore now, resist the devil. If you have submitted yourself to God and you are not resisting the devil, he will not flee. He will continue what he's doing on So, But when you have submitted yourself to God, you also need to go ahead and resist him in prayer, resist him vehemently. And the Bible says he will flee from you. He will flee from you. Hallelujah. Amen. So we must learn to submit ourselves to God. And when we submit ourselves to God, then we can deal with the devil. We can avenge every disobedience. We can destroy his plans. We can destroy his works. His powers are limited. He's under our feet. Jesus has already given us the victory. We already have the victory. We have the victory in the name of Jesus. We have the victory. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, First Peter. First Peter chapter 5 and verse 8 to 9. First Peter chapter 5 and verse 8 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Your adversary, the devil. Your adversary is not flesh and blood. Your adversary is the devil. The one to bind is the devil. The one to destroy his powers is the devil. The one to face in spiritual warfare is the devil. He said your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion. He is not a lion. Jesus is a lion of the tribe of Judah. But he also mimics, you know, the lion of the tribe of Judah. He tries to roar. The Bible says roaring. The devil has a roaring lion walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Verse 9 now says, Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Now, resist him steadfastly. That is how he's going about, seeking whom he may devour. And if you don't resist him, he will continue to do his evil work. So, But when you resist him, he will flee from you. So we must resist him. We must not allow him. We must not give him place we must not give him room resist the devil and he will flee from you he will flee from you hallelujah so spiritual warfare is real the devil is the enemy the devil is the enemy we are not wrestling against flesh and blood we are not warring against flesh and blood we are warring against principalities and powers against spiritual wickedness in high places. And therefore, we must obey God. And when our obedience is fulfilled, then we must be ready to avenge every disobedience. Yes, we must submit ourselves to God. And when we submit ourselves to God, Satan will submit himself. The enemies will bow. The enemies will submit themselves. We will command the devil and we say, in the name of Jesus, take your hands off my life. Take your hands off my business and the devil will obey us. He will submit. He will take his hand off our lives. He will take his hands off our businesses. But if we have not submitted to God, if we are living in disobedience and we are rebelling against God in any way, when you command the devil and say, take your hand off my business, he will tell you, why should I take my hand off your business? Why should I take my hands off your business? When you, to yourself, you are not obedient to God. Therefore, I cannot obey you. Go and obey God first. So we we do ourselves a lot of evil to walk in line with the word of God. Because the word of God is the deciding factor. And the word of God is life. The word of God is real. Okay. So let's look at also Luke chapter 10. chapter 10 and verse 19 said behold i give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you the disciples they went to evangelize they went into the 70s and when they came back they were so happy they were rejoicing and they returned with joy and saying, Oh, even the devils are subject unto us in your name. And your guy said to them, I beheld Satan as lightning, fall from heaven. You have the victory. Then he had it, said, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So not to study in this, rejoice not that the spirit is subject unto you, but rather rejoice that your because your names are written in heaven hallelujah so rejoice that your names are written in heaven but I have given unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions the serpent and the scorpions talking about principalities and powers talking about demons he said power to tread upon them and over all the power of the enemy the enemy is the devil to tread upon scorpions and snakes and scorpions and all the power of the enemy. So power to tread upon principalities and powers and demons and Satan himself. And he says, nothing shall by any means hurt you. We have the authority in the name of Jesus to put the devil where he belongs, which is on our feet. And nothing shall by any means hurt us. So when we rise up in spiritual warfare, we put the devil in his place and nothing shall by enemies hurt us. We shall not be hurt in any way. The Lord will give us the victory. He has given us the victory already. We only need to claim it by, by, by his word. You need to claim those, the victory that he has given unto us in spiritual warfare. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 7 says, No weapon that is fashioned against us shall prosper, that every man that rises against us in judgment we shall condemn the weapons of the devil none of them shall prosper but we must rise up in spiritual warfare using the word of god quoting the word of god jesus christ in dealing with the devil was using the word he says it is written it is written it is written so in spiritual warfare we must know what is written so that we can use what is written To destroy what the devil is trying to write or what the devil is trying to do, so that we put the devil in his place. We avenge every of his disobedience against what has been written concerning us in the Word of God. Hallelujah. We have authority to tread on serpents, to tread on snakes, and on every power of the enemy. We can tread upon them, we can destroy them. And nothing shall by enemies hurt us. We can see Satan or every of your plans, I destroy them in the name of Jesus. And if the devil has been having any plans to hurt you, any plan to do any in your life, that day that plan is destroyed. Because you have destroyed it. But if you don't destroy it and just allow it to go on like that, you know it is not good. But when you wake up and you say, No, Satan, your powers are destroyed, Satan's powers are destroyed. Are destroyed we must understand that when we stand in the place of prayer and we are and we pray and we do spiritual warfare as we are saying it so it is happening as we are commanding it so it is taking place as we are binding the devil so the devil is being bound as we are destroying the works of the devil so the works of the devil is being destroyed as we are castling canceling all the plans of the devil, so all the plan of the devils they are being cancelled. Hallelujah! Whatever we say when we pray, when we pray, it has it happens because we are born of God, and then we are living right before the Lord, and then we have submitted ourselves to God. Therefore, whatever we say, we come to pass. Uh, Matthew chapter eighteen. Verse 18, Matthew 18, 18 and 19 says, Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on heart shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever ye shall lose on heart shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on heart as touching anything, that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father who is in heaven. There is power in agreement, prayer of agreement. It says, whatever you shall bind on heart, you cannot bind something on not and it will not be bound in heaven so when you say satan i bind you satan is being bound and when you lose you say satan everything you are buying you are bound i lose them this one that you are bound into 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 affliction i lose the power of your affliction i lose him lose him and let him go in the name of jesus the moment you say that they Power of Satan that has bound that person is being loosed. So whatever we bind on heart, the stamp is put upon it in heaven. Whatever we lose on heart, the stamp is put upon it in heaven. So our prayers are very very powerful and very very effective. But we must rise up and we must use the authority that we have. It's like somebody you have a superior weapon in your hand. It's like you have a machete or you have a sword in your hand. A double two two edged sword in your hand. And someone comes with ordinary stick and is trying to make you to be afraid. You have a sword. You can cut him into pieces. A stick cannot do you any, any, anything. cannot do you any harm. But you see, you behold a man who is carrying sword, double edged sword in his hand, running away from another person that is just carrying ordinary stick. No, you must be bold. And that is why boldness come in, comes in. You must be bold. You must be strong in the Lord. When God was speaking to Joshua after Moses had departed, he said, be bold and be strong. Be courageous because you will do the work. And Joshua was courageous indeed. And he was able to divide the land. The devil cannot stop the plan of God in our lives. We must rise up. We have everything it takes to put the devil where he belongs. Spiritual warfare is real. Many times the devil wants to divert our attention is the one that we should face, but it diverts our attention to flesh and blood. So we are busy fighting flesh and blood, while principalities and powers and demons continue their works unabated, unhurt. But we must turn our attention away from flesh and blood and begin to fight the real enemy. Because our spiritual warfare, they are not Kana, They are mighty true God. Our spiritual weapons are not Kana, They are mighty true God. So when we use our spiritual weapons, Use them against spiritual enemies. And of course, the spiritual dictates the physical. When we have taken charge on the spirit, we're going to see the effect in the physical. When you have a dream and the dream is not good, rise on your feet and take authority over that dream, cancel that dream. Every plan of the devil that you have seen in that dream, take authority over it and cancel it, destroy it in the name of Jesus. play the blood of Jesus upon yourself by faith and be strong in your heart. That is done. Then that which the enemy has planned, it will not happen. It will not materialize. God allows us to see the plans of the devil so that we can take authority over those plans and we can destroy them, so that we can do spiritual warfare. That is why God allows us to see things. That's why God leaks the secret of the devil to us, the secret of our enemies. Maybe they are planning something in the covenant of which is against you. The devil is instigating witches and wizards to work against you, and God just shows you. you. saw people you know, gathering together in a circle in a place, and they are discussing you, or they are Causeing or that reciting incantation against you. God has already shown you where the source of the problem is. So what you need to do now is spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. But make sure that your life you are obedient to God. You are obedient to God in your service to God. You are obedient to God in every way. You are obedient to the word of God. You have not allowed any breach in your life. You know you submit yourself unto God. We will pay God's word. And then you stand up in authority and say every, all those people that i see their plan all those evil plan i cancel it all those power of the devil you satan that is using those people i destroy your powers in the name of jesus i command every plan to fail it shall not work no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper every man that rise against me in judgment i condemn this is my heritage as a servant of the Lord. you destroy the powers of those witches you destroy the powers of those evil people that have gathered together against you every word they have spoken yes you destroy you return it upon their head in the name of Jesus but you must make sure you do not leave the devil out of your spiritual warfare because he's actually the real person that's in charge of your spiritual affliction so we must destroy the power of the devil and then you can deal with the people that the devil is using those who have made themselves available for the devil no. the Bible says no weapon fashioned against us shall prosper and every man that rise against us in judgment we can condemn you can decide in judgment those who plan evil against me they shall carry it with their own head uh, when uh, uh, a man gives dialogue for Mojica, he uses his own head to carry it they can use their own head to carry it but you see the real enemy is not flesh it's not blood the real enemy is the devil his, his, his principalities and powers. His spiritual, his spiritual wickedness in high places. Those are the people that we must direct our attention to, first and foremost, in spiritual warfare. When we have destroyed the powers, the, the spiritual powers, the demons, the principalities and powers behind this, 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 that issue that we are taking up to God in prayers, then the people, human beings that the devil is using, But the devil always uses humans, just like God also uses humans to fulfill his purpose on earth. And we can now command they are able to return upon their own head. We can judge them. The Bible says every mouth that rises against you in judgment, you can condemn. You can condemn them in judgment. You can destroy their plan. But make sure your spiritual warfare is done appropriately, that you face the right person. Don't leave the devil out and begin to face human beings. I begin to say, ah, you this woman, you this person, hey, die, die. no, this thing you have done, it will not happen. Yes, die, 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 die. You are afflicting the man. If we even pray, if in truth the person dies, the devil can still go and use somebody else. The same demons, the same devil that is tormenting you can go into somebody else. But when you destroy that demon, when you bind that demon, when you destroy that demon, then that is the end of it. You have your victory. But the Lord bless His word and cause us to have victory every day in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. This morning, we ask, O God, that you open our eyes to see the way we should see. Lord God, that you teach us, grant us grace, and give us victory. Thank God, in your Christ, we have the victory. Thanks be to God who has given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We ask, O God, that you teach us how to pray, that you teach us to make ourselves to, to submit ourselves unto you and to obey you so that we can avenge every disobedience, every plan of the enemy that is against and is a contrary to your word in our lives. We can bring them to subjection. We can destroy them. We can pull down strongholds. We can cast down imaginations and thoughts that result itself above the knowledge of God. Let us God so that we can be victorious even in a place of prayer. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.